welcome to Becoming Whole podcast. I am your host, Claire Bradshaw, a life coach and a yoga and meditation teacher. Join me as I explore with my guests what it means to live a life of wholeness and connectedness, a life where all parts of ourselves, our body, mind and spirit come together into alignment, where we're truly living into our own personal values and the fullest expression of who we are. So if you're a seeker, a feeler and someone wanting more from your precious life, then tune in every fortnight and let's grow together. Okay, so before we get to the episode today, I just wanted to quickly sneak in and ask you, how does your morning begin each day? Do you start the day with snoozing, getting up at the last minute, maybe showering, grabbing some food and then straight to your desk for work? Or do you check your emails and social media while lying in bed? Absolutely no judgment here. I totally get it. I did this for many years too. But I wanted to let you know that there is another way to start your day that sets you up with a clearer mind, a happier body, and a better sense of flow, productivity, and joy through the day. And that is by starting a morning practice. And this isn't something new. The yogis have a name for it. They call it a sadhana. And many successful people like Tony Robbins, but Oprah, they also swear by it. I do too, and it's really changed my life. And that's why I decided to create a sacred morning practice that includes a yoga class, a breathing meditation, and journal prompts to help you start your day with more clarity, presence, flow, and an energy boost to tackle what comes your way with more ease. If that sounds good and sounds like something you'd like to get started with, then all you have to do is to click on the link in the show notes or head to my website and fill out your details and you'll be sent the pack today. Hello, how are you? Sending you so much love. We are living in the most craziest of times. 2020 has shaken all of us to different degrees all over the world. It's quite phenomenal what has been um, evolving over this time. And I don't know if you have experienced the same, but I've definitely felt like I'm on a bit of an emotional roller coaster. Um, particularly since really, actually in, in Australia, it's been since the start of the year because We started off the beginning of 2020 with, you know, really bad bushfires. And, um, you know, that all of the craziness has continued and and it continues. We're really in the thick of all of this stuff. So I just want to say I'm sending you love. And if you've been feeling all of the feelings, know that that's okay. Know that there is nothing wrong with you. Nothing needs to be fixed. Um, Allow yourself to feel the feelings and know when you have felt them enough. And I'm going to be speaking about this today um, and about the importance of feeling our feelings and um, and not repressing them and not indulging in them um, and how to find that kind of middle way point. Um, and I'm going to be talking about, you know, why that's important. 
Um, I did some IGTVs on this a little while ago, so I'm going to be talking about how to feel your feelings, and so this is going to be quite a practical episode. Um, If you want to hear about my story of feeling my feelings and why feeling your feelings is important, then I really recommend you to go and listen to my previous IGTVs on this. My Instagram handle is underscore Claire Bradshaw underscore so and I'll put that in the show notes as well so that you can connect in with that if you would like to listen all right so let's start talking about this so just to recap then on these other videos that I have um I have released so feeling our feelings and processing them is when we're fully present with them and we're not avoiding our feelings we're not distracting from them we're not numbing them we're not suppressing them and we're not wallowing in them or acting them out and I'd recommend as you go through this, maybe grab a pen and some paper. And as I'm talking, maybe you could write some notes. Anything that maybe is, maybe anything that is um, resonating with you, and maybe ways in which you do some of these things yourself recognize them without the judgment notice um because actually getting a lot more awareness over this helps us to build resilience it helps us to process things that need to be processed and it helps us to notice when we're starting to go down old pathways and helps us to work with ourselves to to healthily work through the process All right, so when we fully feel and process emotions and when we let go of the fear of feeling, and that's a key one, the fear of feeling, we let go of that fear, we then learn to surf the waves rather than become engulfed or drowning in them. And this, as I mentioned before, helps us to build a level of resilience um, so that we're able to discover the deeper parts of self that are asking to be heard. So when we have an emotion, when we have a feeling, it can often be something underneath the surface, something that's asking us to listen to it, Um, something that may be, um, yeah, wanting to come up to the light to be let go of. And you know, underneath these emotions, there's always love and there's always light. We just have to stay with the feeling and be present with it to enable that to come through. And of course, There's practice involved here. It's something that I've been working on for a number of years. And, you know, I'm still working on it. There's no no perfection in any of this work. It's just continuing to do the work consistently with compassion for self and showing up. So, yeah, staying with your experience. So why do we have resistance to feeling our emotions? Why is it that we avoid, suppress and numb and distract? The reason is, is that we can have some fear or judgment around feeling them. We might be scared of what might happen to allow ourselves to fully feel the the feelings. You see, as humans, we seek out pleasure and not pain. And if we perceive that feeling sadness or anger is going to be painful, then it may be easier and maybe more pleasant in the short term to avoid and distract from feeling the feelings or the emotions. 
So we may use things like drinking a bottle of wine or eating lots of cake. And, you know, of course, none of these things are bad in and of themselves. But if we find that we're using them as a crux to get by and to help us deal with a particular emotion we don't want to feel, then that's an indication we're actually using the, um, the wine or the cake as a, as a crux. And, um, and that's not healthy because it's not enabling us to feel the feeling. Um, and in the long term, this way of reacting really doesn't serve us. And actually, we haven't processed the emotion. So not only may we wake up the next morning feeling guilty or um, putting on you know, extra weight that we don't really want or feeling hung, hungover and, and feeling guilty and feeling yucky within ourselves, but also it just actually adds layers to the stuff that's inside of us. So, so the stuff that wanted to be felt and wanted to be heard, we've just essentially just added to that without allowing it to be released from the body. The other way that we may unconsciously cope with emotions is by wallowing in them. So we may get stuck in the story and we may judge ourselves and others. And we might have loops of things like he said or she said going around in our heads. So maybe it's around work or maybe it's around a partner or friendships. And we're saying, oh, they said this and he said that and da da da. They did this to me. And what we may end up doing is either storing all of that stuff inside of ourselves and have the loops of the story going around in our heads, which if you've ever had that happen to you, it's deeply um, unsettling, uncomfortable, and painful. I know that I spent many, many years of being in this situation. Um, or we may offload to a loved one, either our partner, our family, friends, and try and get validation from them that what we said to these people or what these people said to us was okay. But really, that may again, help us to feel good in the short term. It doesn't actually help us to move that emotion properly or in a healthy way because we can find that we've actually offloaded onto someone else and left them feeling quite heavy with our stuff. And what can happen is that we we try to make it mean something about us or another person and we bring unprocessed emotions into the present experience. So you may have noticed this, that maybe certain patterns have played out again and again and again in your life. And if you've noticed that, then that's a real indication to just have a look at what is underneath the surface for you. What is it in you that really needs to be felt, needs to be heard? And if you, you know, if if this is pretty heavy for you, then definitely find someone who's a professional, professional who's going to be able to help you navigate this. Um, it's definitely not something that really your your friends or family member will have the um, the ability to do to really hold the space that's required. If it's something really deep and really needs to be worked through, um, another way in which we can kind of. Um, unhealthily deal with these emotions is that we may act them out. 
So this is when we blame others and blame situations. And if you've ever done this, then you know that it never works out well. So maybe it's that we go into a defensive mode. Maybe it's we become aggressive with another. And maybe it's we're just constantly projecting out what's happened to the situation to other people. Um, And you may have noticed this in these times that we're living in during the COVID lockdown, during, you know, the race, racial injustices that are coming to light. I mean, there's so many dark aspects of the human experience that are coming to the light, both individually and also collectively. And, um, you know, if you you notice on social media, I mean, it's getting pretty strong out there with the number of opinions, the politics that's coming into place, the personalization of situations, and that I know the truth, you know nothing, so many things at the moment. And, um, And this is when we're basically acting out our emotions in a way that's harmful to ourselves and to others. Another way in which that we can do this is when we do the whole, I've got it all together, where we literally swallow the emotion and pretend that everything is okay. Um, I know that this is something that can be a bit of a spiritual bypass where we can kind of go into the love and light, everything's perfect, everything, you know, there's nothing to worry about, I should be grateful for everything. But we've actually got some really strong emotions that need to be felt and experienced. And we just cover it up with this, no, everything's okay. And I know like from coming from the UK, uh, this is a pattern that tends to run quite strongly. Well, from my experience of growing up there within society of, you know, let's not look at the emotion, let's not look at any of those things and just pretend that we're all like happy families and we're all, we've all, you know, got it perfect. And actually underneath, there's a lot of stuff that hasn't been dealt with. And um, if you know the saying that goes, what we resist persists then you'll know that by pretending everything okay doesn't mean that it goes away (laughs) it's still there it's still held in the body somewhere and this is where we can get into a situation where we pretend no 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 everything's fine everything's fine nothing's wrong nothing's wrong and then we have those moments where we just explode and it's like an emotional explosion at someone and it could be getting aggressive, getting angry. And that's because, again, it's been suppressed and then it comes out in this angry way, but that's not healthy either. (laughs) And we still haven't properly taken ownership for and got present and experienced the emotion. Don't worry, I'm going to come up with some practical steps as to how you can experience this in a healthy way. So don't worry, it's not all doom and gloom, okay? Um, And you may find that you do some of these things. You may feel that you do all of these. Um, And sometimes you may find that you do all of these in one day. I know I have experienced and played out all of these. I've flown off the handle at others. I've been defensive. I've shut down. I've distracted with copious bottles of wine. I've done the whole pretending everything's perfect, that I am perfect. I've done all of that. I've done the swallowing everything inside. But through those experiences of trying all of the hats on (laughs) to try and avoid actually feeling the feelings, 
I realized that none of them worked and none of them were helping me to live a happier, healthier life. And that's when I really started to go deeper into this and started to look at ways in which I could work with my emotions in a healthy way. And this has been trial and error. This has been um, from studying yoga. This has been from um, the coaching that I've done, being coached, all of the things, lots of journaling and self-inquiry. And what I've noticed is that there's some key steps that you can take yourself through to help with this. And a big part of this is being present with and processing the emotions. So the first step is to recognize and acknowledge that there is an emotion present. So this may be you've been triggered by something someone said. And this may be a feeling or sensation in your body. This may be getting angry and um, screaming at another person or writing something mean on social media. It may be feeling really low and finding yourself with that bottle of wine or eating more cake than you necessarily need or want. Um, So some of these things can help you to become more aware of when the emotion is present. Step two is naming the feeling. So once you've got that acknowledgement, you've got that awareness that there's an emotion present, then taking the, the, the time and the presence to name the feeling. And when you notice, you say, okay, what's here right now? Right now, sadness is here. And this is how you say it to yourself, not I am feeling sadness because we can get quite attached to the emotion by that. So we separate ourselves a little bit from it and say right now, sadness is here or right now, anger is here or right now, impatience is here. Allow yourself to recognize the emotion without judging it. And that's really key is to just notice it without judgment. Yeah. So, so many times when I used to feel a certain emotion that was considered a, a not a good emotion, it didn't feel like great in the body, then I would judge it and I'm like, why am I feeling like this? I don't want to feel like this. And then I would have my, you know, my cruxes like the bottle of wine. But if you can take the moment to recognize it's here and then name it without the judgment, this is huge progress. Step three is then to feel it in the body. Where do you feel the emotion in your body? So what part of the body do you feel it? Is it in the belly? Is it in the chest? Is it in the head? Is it in the neck? Is it in the shoulders? Where do you feel that emotion in your body? And what does that feel like? Does it feel like a tightening? Does it feel like a constriction? Does it feel um, like, uh, you know, the heart's beating? What, what are the physical sensations? And again, just notice it as feedback, not becoming attached to the feeling or making it mean something about you. See it with a, from a place of non-judgment. So this awareness and kindness to yourself. Step four, listen to the feeling. So listen to the feeling. The feeling 
will have a message for you. There'll be something that your body is asking for you to hear. So asking yourself, what is it that you are trying to communicate and tell me? And you can place your hands onto the area of the body where you feel this emotion is present. Closing down the eyes, taking some deep breaths and just asking, what is it it that you're trying to communicate and tell me? And just get really quiet and see if a message comes up. And again, practice this. Don't worry if there's nothing for you here today. Just try this step, see how it feels and keep practicing it. Step five, talk to the feeling. So once you're really connected to the feeling, it's just taking those deep breaths. The breaths really help you to come into that feeling state. The breaths help you to come out of the head and into the body. They help to create that feeling of safety, which is really, really important when we're processing our emotions in this healthy way. Talk to the feeling. Tell it that it's okay. Tell it that it won't last forever and accept that it is there. And that's again, a really key part of this is to accept that the the feeling is here and that that is okay. Step six, nourish yourself. Ask yourself, what do I need right now that would be for my highest good? Ask yourself, What do I need right now that would be for my highest good? Maybe it's something self-care like a bath, eating some nourishing food, having a cup of tea, sitting in the sunshine. Maybe it's setting some boundaries. Maybe it's having a hug with someone you love. Check in with yourself. Your body knows what it needs. Something that's going to make you feel really good and cared for. Because this work is, it's strong work. And so it's important to give yourself a nourishing reward at the end. But again, I mentioned that it would be for the highest good. You know what is for the highest good. And so just my final little points here is to really go super gentle with yourself with this. This is deep, deep self-love work. This is truly respecting yourself enough to listen to something inside of you that's asking to be heard. And by doing so, not only does this bring more peace and an inner calmness for yourself, but it also improves your relationships, with your family, with your friends, with the people that you work with. You see, when we change from the inside, those changes ripple out to everyone and everything that we touch. I trust that this has been helpful. And if you gain something from this episode and you know other people who may benefit from the message and this teaching, then please share. Share it with your friends and family that you think could get some benefit out of this. This is deeply profound work. It's absolutely changed my life and it continues to change my life. It means that I have choice in my life 
It has helped to settle my nervous system. I'm less reactive. And as a result, my relationships are so much better. I have a much deeper relationship with my husband. And I feel freer within my body because I'm able to be fully vulnerable with myself and super kind in the process. And those things within me, those emotions that were wanting to be heard are now able to feel heard and, um, and to feel safe as well. If you'd like to go deeper into this work, then um, do book in a free coaching discovery session with me. Uh, this is one of the things that I work with clients on where it's relevant for them and their lives. And um, my absolute passion in the coaching work that I do is helping people to build deeper and more loving relationship to themselves. And this is a deep part of the work. Um, my passion is to support women to become fully alive and awake in their lives, getting away from that cycle of reactivity and stress into a life of absolute deep connection, purpose and love. Thank you so much for listening. I'm wishing you a beautiful day and I will speak to you soon. Bye. And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And I do hope that you enjoyed this episode and gained some new insights. If you're enjoying this podcast, please do share it with friends you think may benefit from the message. And if you'd like to rate the show and give it a review on iTunes, not only would I be so happy, but this will also help increase the show's visibility so that more people can benefit from the messages. I would love to connect with you. So you can find me on Instagram. My handle is underscore Claire with an I and an E Bradshaw underscore. I so totally can't wait to connect with you soon. Have a beautiful day.